Welcome to Shop Therapy. Let's talk beauty. Hair done, hair done, everything oh, beautiful. So grab a glass of wine. I always need a glass of wine. And get ready to spill the tea. It could get a little uncomfortable. This is Shop Therapy. Welcome to the fourth episode of Shop Therapy. Number four! We made it. We made it past three, guys. Um, this is a podcast exclusively. Exclusively. Ugh, I haven't even started drinking yet. You need a drink. That's probably what the problem is. Um, this is a podcast that is exclusively for beauty industry professionals. In today's show, Front Row Seats. We will bring in a friend to talk with us today about everything pertaining to the front end. From the admin work, to the crazy disgruntled clients, to all the side jobs that we ask them to do. Mm -hmm. And probably don't even realize the things that they have to do because we are the stylist behind the chair. So let's get this show started. The shop is closed. Clients are gone. Pop the bottle. I'm popping it! And join us as we explore everything beauty and more. I feel like we should only do bottles that make a pop. The pop sound? Yep. But either way, this sound is a good sound. It's so refreshing. We're doing white today. What kind is it? What do we have? This is Sauvignon Blanc. This is Oyster Bay. I love Oyster Bay. But this was at the request of our guest. Mm. So, let's do our thing. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's not as dry. Which it's are, not that bad. No. Because, you, like I told you, you know I love my dessert sweet wines, but... That's good, that's good, that's good. Oyster Bay, uh, Oyster Bay brand is just a good brand in general. It's like a good, safe, mid-range to, like, wine that you can just, I don't know, kind of always feel like you're going to get something good. Yeah. Like, that's just a good brand in general. I haven't, um, I don't think I've actually purchased that brand before. I honestly, I need to start expanding on, like, my wine pilot, um, palettes. Like, I, I just always play it safe. Let's go to a wine tasting. Mmm. Very good. But I hear you gotta spit the wine back out. I'm not down for that. Just swallow it on the side. Ain't gonna know. Yeah. They got a little wine police there? Maybe, but I'm gonna drink it all and then I'm gonna be like wasted, I feel like. <laughs> so I've always been scared to go. More than likely. That would be. That's a lovely thing for. Did you say more other, than likely? Yeah. Uh, but that would be a great thing for, like, a mixer at, like, a wine tasting. Mm. So we should bring all of our Boston professionals yeah. and just all go wine tasting? They'll kick us out of there. No. A Stay whole bunch guys. of, like, hairstylists, estheticians, massage therapists at the perfect type of clients that they would want in there. Oh, we get kicked out. No. But that's fine, as long as we get in. So right. I'm worried about. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All I'm worried about. Oh, so how was your week this week? Um, this week actually was real busy. Yeah. Like, besides me obviously teaching and being in the studio, I had a lot of stuff to do after work. Like, I didn't get home until like ten o'clock. I want to say at least 
three out of the five days. Really? Yeah. See, I don't know why I feel like my week was hectic, because I don't have anything to show for it. Like, I taught a couple classes, but I didn't do any traveling. I didn't do any, like, I will say, as a stylist and as a creative, sitting on my computer is harder for me than yeah. doing hair. Yeah. I can sit on a, something that might take a regular person 30 minutes. It takes me like an hour and 45 because I got to catch up on the Friends episode. Then I want to take a <laughs> break. Then I'm hungry. I hope your boss ain't saying he listens to this. Oh, right. <laughs> she, got a, she got a schedule hours in, y'all. I get it done. But no, I say this to my boss because I think, you it's know, a lot. It, because I'm in a corporate role, they want to give us a lot of work, like spreadsheets, Excel, mm -hmm. like emails. And sometimes my boss has to come to me and she's like, Shay, you know, you're you're running late on this. And I'm like, it just, I can't do it at the end of the day. Yeah. I have to literally take a day where I sit down to do my prep work, to do my email responses, to do my budgets. Yeah. It's just not something that me as a creative can See, sit myself down and do stuff like that it's funny because when i'm sitting out when i have to do like my emails and everything i do that like right when i wake up so that's at like five six in the morning and it's funny because it's like because i feel as though i need to get that out the way and then i can go on with the rest of my day as far as me actually physically doing stuff but what catches me up i'm like i'll sit there and email someone at like 5 30 and then i'll check my email like an hour later like why the fuck they ain't respond yet? Like, and I'm like, oh, it's early. I'm still stuck on the fact that you said five o'clock. I don't even know what five mm -hmm. o'clock looks like. Literally, I get up every day at five. What does it look like? Dark. Yeah, no. Very dark outside. I'm not doing it. Well, and two, you don't have children. Nope. I have to take my son to the bus at six ten. So that's the main reason why why I'm up. Listen, to all you parents out there, that is just, like, an amazing job. Like, you're literally creating life. It's like God's work. Yeah. But, um... And I have... Not me. Three schedules. It's not just my schedule. It's my son's schedule, my daughter's schedule. So, fair to say, your week is always going to be more hectic than mine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, That's you why, win. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's why where it goes with my, my students, when they come in, they're like, Miss, oh, such and such happened. Like, Sarah. Yeah. You're I'm the last person you can complain to about life. Because and I'm not trying to chew my own horn of like I have like all my shit together, mm -hmm. but like I deal with a lot. So do you do a lot of coaching with them on how to juggle their schedules in their personal life? No. No? No, that's not in the curriculum at the cosmetology school. Y'all, she's a mess and I apologize Why? for her. You're supposed to help them. Mm, I help them. No, I talk to my students about juggling like different, um, different aspects of life because a lot of their things, you know, like coming into classrooms, even though I'm specific on hair color, they always talk a lot about consultation. And I find that consultation happens when you rush things. And it's mm -hmm. like most people rush because they're thinking about so many other things. So I guess... I, I, I try to educate towards when you come to work, leave what you got on the outside and just kind of come in and, and focus. Right. So that stuff, I will agree on. Like, I talk about, um, you know, obviously scheduling out your clients, how to utilize time in between those things. But outside stuff, outside of the salon industry, no, no. 
Like, and this is not like to be like I can't stand your kid, but I can care less that like your kid had a doctor's appointment and that's why you came to school two hours late and now you need to do. Well, to 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 kind of back you up, your guest, whether you are doing facials, whether you are doing hair, whether you are doing lashes, hint hint. The guests don't care. Mm -mm. They just want their service done, the mm -hmm. service that they paid for, and they have a whole schedule that they're trying to juggle exactly. outside of work, so they don't care about yours. I agree. Exactly. I do agree. So I'm not being mean, guys. I'm really nice. No, you're definitely being mean, but okay. it's, it's agreeable. Cool. Um, cool. Cool. So, <laughs> what did you think about Lonnie last week? Okay, okay. Let me just tell you this. I think, I mean, I got a man, y'all. <laughs> And I like my man. Um, but he is cute. He is. And I, I loved what he talked about. Yeah. Like, what I don't know, that episode was just so amazing to me. I love that he was, like, a down-to-earth hairstylist. And I think sometimes, especially, like, all of us Boston professionals, I think that Newberry Street stylist kind of mm -hmm. gets this, like, snooty appeal right and he was very down to earth very, very knowledgeable mm -hmm. um and he he seems like he's still climbing that ladder right. to like reach his goals i mean the episode last week was just so dope we had to split that up into two parts yeah we did it was so long yeah it was so long yeah um what were some of your favorite things that he talked about like was there any like aha moment or sound bites that you remember from last week um I loved how he talked about like assisting and implemented his assistant, his personal assistant, um, because I'm really big on that. Of mm -hmm. like, particularly obviously with my students, of making it like known that like, and I don't want to say like start at the bottom of the barrel like it's a bad thing, but like they need to understand you have to climb your way up. Mm -hmm. And it's like I mean it's just like a parent and their child. We can say certain stuff to our children all the time, and they're not going to listen to us. But then your best friend comes in and says something and all of a sudden it's like new information to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So him putting that out there, like, definitely appreciated that aspect. Um, I love how we elaborated with him as far as, like, intertwining, like, his different kind of, like, loves and hobbies as mm -hmm. far as, like, traveling and food and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, because, again, this is a podcast where yes this is for salon industry but at the end of the day we are people yeah. so implementing that everyday type of lifestyle um into our shows as well so i i love how like we touched on that um it was and just overall like he's getting flewed out to like <laughs> yes i said flewed out she's so so ratchet y'all oh wow i, I follow a pop, uh, pop culture and he is getting flewed out to all different countries yeah to do weddings like mm -hmm. I don't know I think that's amazing and I think a lot of the the younger professionals are kind of striving towards mm -hmm. that kind of level yeah, of to get from like hairstylist behind the chair like and that's just the beauty of the industry you know just not having to be behind the chair and to hear someone like there he's saying that you know what I mean like yes I'm behind the chair but I'm also traveling to this place I'm also on set at this place mm -hmm. a lot of, I said it in the episode loved how he was very humble about his like celebrity style um his celebrity clients but still was like yeah like aretha, aretha. franklin that's crazy like he yeah. like that like he didn't have to do anybody else he didn't have to do angela simmons 
Sanji, uh, Williams, none of them. Just put Aretha on your yeah. resume. Yeah. Like, that's it. I think that was dope, and I think more so that he was so low-key about it. Mm-hmm. One of the things I definitely took away from him was showing up and presenting your best for your guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that even because I'm not behind the chair 100%, I've been very like lax in the way I show up for my behind the chair shifts. Now, if I have like a new business meeting, it's a business meeting, so I'm a lot more dressed, but for educating, as well as showing up for my guests, I just feel like I get, I don't know, I've I've been getting really lax with it. So this week, I have tried to step up my appearance Mm -hmm. and show up in appreciation to my guests. And my guests are not only, thank you, (laughs) my guests are not only you know, my guests behind the chair, but essentially my students, they're paying mm-hmm. for me to go into their salon. Yeah. So I need to treat them with the respect and come, you know, just come ready, like woken up and, and fashion. And, and one of the things he also said, he was like, you buy all this stuff and you put it to the side because yeah. you have nowhere to wear it because we work all the time. Like, and what he said, it. he was like, wear that shit. Yeah. You dope, be dope. Yeah. I liked it. And the thing is, at the end of the day, it's all material stuff. So we fuck it up. Obviously, you know, you may be mad, color spills on it, whatever, but the shit's easily replaceable. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is. I really enjoyed his interview. Um, what is coming up, though? We're about to have some fun today. Some We're insight. going to throw a, a, a curveball. <laughs> so we don't want it. We are all business, beauty, and it's not, not business but beauty industry professionals and we want all aspects of it to have this conversation with us because at the end of the day we are all working together so i we decided to bring our friend in um so this is a girl that we both work with yep at um a period in time um i'm gonna tell her her a story that i always tell in all my classes and i always name her name because it was one of those times where i was like but Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Oh, this is so good because all was of I my it? students know this. No, it was just me and and um her. Oh, okay. but um, and it's gonna be funny to for me to bring it back up. So I'm excited to introduce to you guys Colleen. Colleen is gonna be represented from the for the front end of the salon. So mm-hmm. she's gonna rep for all of your, you know, all of our receptionists, all of our guest care professionals, all of our salon managers, mm-hmm. all of our um, salon coordinators. Right now, Colleen is currently the director of current client relations for Lash Lamore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she has had so many titles, but it's all been around that front end. Yeah. And honestly, the front end, <sighs> in my opinion, is the hardest job. They go through some shit. And I could never, because not only do they have to deal with the guests, they have to deal with all our higher than thou you know perceptions of ourselves so we're gonna have some fun with her i think this is going to be an interesting um conversation and what i hope that you guys get from it is be nice to your front end because they're the ones that make you your money they can literally get you a lot of money I don't think they'll be so drafted that you can't get any money, but they can also make sure you don't get as much. We'll see, because I got some questions. Yeah. <laughs> we going to dig deep, y'all. Cool. Be back. We are good. Yay. 
So guys, I just finished telling you guys about my friend that I was going to bring along, Miss Colleen. So again, Colleen is going to be representing from the front end of the salon. Mm -hmm. She has had many roles, um, salon manager, salon coordinator. Um, I'm pretty sure we have been asking her to do so many yeah. other things in addition to her role. Right now, Colleen is actually the Director of Client Relations for Lash L'Amour. So, guys. Well-known place. Welcome, Colleen, to the Shop Therapy Podcast. Hi, ladies. Hey. Hi. I'm so excited. When you guys reached out to me to ask me to do this, like, first of all, congratulations. Oh, you guys thank are doing you. other things. I love this. Both of you I have seen from behind the chair to educators to now, you know, doing other fun stuff. So this is so exciting. So we started when we were all, like, in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so we've known each other and we've seen each other, like, I don't know. Like, in the like learning what? stages, That was, right? like, what, 2012, 2013? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, first things first, shop therapy. We got to get her a glass of wine. Drink. So this was her recommendation, and we take care of our people here when they come on the show. Uh, cheers, ladies. Cheers. cheers. Thanks Taste again. Up. No, thank you. Mmm. Good. 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 Like I said, this was this was a a good uh, choice. So I think I wanted to start this out with giving you the opportunity to kind of explain your role now. Okay. So my current role for Lash L'Amour, which I love, we have three locations and I have grown from, you know, I just kind of took this job as a front desk coordinator to now the client relations manager for Lash L'Amour. Mm -hmm. So I deal with our VIP clients. I do mm -hmm. a lot of event work for us. I'm also the administrative assistant for our education. We do Lash L'Amour Learning. Mm -hmm. So we train other beauty professionals in lash extensions. So there's so much time and coordination that goes into this. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I was a model. Wow. So I didn't. I actually didn't know your role and like entitled all that. How, how did you get in this industry? Like what made you jump in? So I had actually started off going to hair school. Oh, you did? Wait, you did? Yes. Little things that people don't know. Um, know and then I got my first salon job at 18 when I was straight out of high school. Um, but I never fell in love with doing hair. I knew that as I was going to school that this was not going to be the thing for me. I love makeup, mm -hmm. as you all know. Yes. yes. I yep. love, love, love makeup. Um, done tons of weddings, worked for Clinique and other things. But I kind of just got into my first reception role in that salon in Winchester totally different breed of animal working in the mm -hmm. suburbs compared to yeah. Boston. You ladies met me when I was in my like first real salon job as a receptionist. Do so you think it was harder in Winchester or harder in downtown Boston? I think oh, so. Well, right now I'm predominantly working in Newton and I would say it's definitely Winchester vibes, but oh. um, everything has its own yeah. level of, I would say people have their own level of entitlement wherever you go mm. so being a different culture yes totally different mm -hmm. cultures and um which you know everyone goes back to their stylist and they're like the happiest person ever mm -hmm. because you ladies are making them beautiful <laughs> you don't have to deal with the animals that sometimes mm -hmm. yeah. gets brought out yeah yeah, yeah. i i used to always say like 
So I honestly think front end coordinator or like whoever's in the front end is the hardest job, right? And I think that's what you, I mean, you've done that. Mm -hmm. You're not, that's not your primary role right now, but you've done mm -hmm. that for yes. a good bit of your career, right? And I do it a lot right now too. We've been kind of like a little short staffed and, you know, overstaffed at some things. So that's another doing thing. everything right now. <laughs> that's another thing that I, that role. yeah, that's yeah. another thing that I wanted to, to talk about. But I wanted to start like, you you end up right you end up seeing the people at their worst our guests mm -hmm. because and I, this is how i've always explained it if someone is coming in and getting their color done or getting a haircut because i can only explain it from a hairstylist point of view the guest is not going to be mad at me for running late no. or for anything right. happening on the right. service right. they're not going to say anything say, yeah. to me they're going to literally ream into you yes stalk me with their eyes from across the room and I'm just like a deer in headlights like, oh, I can't make this go any bigger for you <laughs> it is what it is sorry I can say I'm sorry with a smile seven million times to you and you would you're definitely great at that <laughs> I, I remember that about Colleen she definitely is good at that well because she keeps a smile on her face yeah. no matter what's happening yeah and like she it's like behind grit teeth like you fucking did but, well, so okay. I have mastered the art of being a polite bitch this is okay. what now we're going into my 30s it's like you have to own this yeah yes. to be in management you have to you know put your foot down in a polite way mm -hmm. and it's okay one thing that I want to touch on uh, before we move on, I appreciate the fact how you said you went to cosmetology school and, like, you quickly, like, realized, like, it wasn't for you. And, like, you was, like, okay, like, on to the, like, you want mm -hmm. to stay in the field, but just to take on a different role. And I feel like some stylists, like, they should have kind of had that reality <laughs> check with themselves. Like, you know what I mean? Instead mm -hmm. of, you don't necessarily... Just because you're like, oh, you spent the time and the money to go do that education and such. Explore different avenues. Like, if hairstyling is not for you, hairstyling is not for you. Like, be real with yourself and really, like, do some soul searching yes. to figure out what is for you. Well, what made it not for you? Was it the finger waves? <laughs> uh, not even the finger waves. I just can't even imagine, like, cutting hair all day. I know that you can be a colorist, and I always liked that aspect of it. I like transformations, but... There's just a lot. Like, picking up that blow dry. I don't the process blow dry of going hair, which mm. is why I've had short hair. And this, I don't know how you ladies do this. This is long. Like So, I think it's important for <laughs> us to take, take a minute just to, you know, put out there that when we met Colleen, she was, like, full-on Amber Rose. Like, So, balls. the fact that she's got hair yes. is just... This is the most hair I've had on my head in over eight years and now. color mm -hmm. you remember oh, colleen was, she was platinum colleen was white platinum before that was even a trend mm -hmm. like and you were dedicated to oh that. i loved and we're getting there slowly but we're not gonna do <laughs> oh, any you know, of that damage gonna go now back? Well, maybe not white white okay but, i mean blondorexia is a thing it's real <laughs> yes it is yeah. it definitely we just is. started this and it's on like what um from dealing with front end I want to know, like, your craziest, like, guess where you were just, like, what? like, WTF, I mean, no names, but, like, when was it, was there a day when you were just, like, I don't know if I can do this there anymore? Was, yeah, it was about a year. There's all of days. We have a lot of days, all right? But <laughs> At least once a week. So, I will say that there was a, a pretty scary day for me, and that was the day that I was, like, I need to... I need to be out right now. I need mm -hmm. to find something else. I need to not see people ever again. Like, can we just snuggle dogs for yeah. a career? Mm -hmm. So, 
I want to highlight mental health here because it's a thing that's really not treated and it's a mm-hmm. serious thing that exists. Mm-hmm. I had a client and we always knew that she had some issues and she doesn't like to talk about certain things. Well, this she was laying down with her lashes and she started opening up which was really weird, about some serious trauma issues. And oh. in Lash L'Amour, so everyone's laying down in these beds. Yeah. There's curtains everywhere, so you can hear everything. So we're listening to this woman speak of all the trauma that she's gone through. And then at the end of their you know, appointment, she comes to the front desk, and I was there. And she was like, who is that that I was just with? And I was like, oh, you saw... You know, such a such. Yeah. yeah. And... She was like, don't ever put me with her ever again. And her tone just changed. The face dropped, and she started yelling at me. She was asking me these questions. She was delving into my personal life. I'm not okay with it. The woman is, like, shaking, shaking. (gasps) But she she was being open. Yes, but, you know, again, this was, like, a serious... And I just, you know, put that smile on, and I am so sorry. We never meant to offend you. She storms out of the spa saying she's never going to come here ever again. The woman walks back in ten minutes later after I see her pacing my windows. (gasps) And she starts flipping out again, and I have other people... Oh, like she left and came she back. She left and came back. She didn't go very far. Like I said, I saw her walking back and forth, and now I have other guests that are laying down. A lot of people fall asleep during their last show. Right. Mm-hmm. So she is causing a ruckus, then she leaves, and then she comes back in. And this woman is sitting in a chair across from me, and she's expressionless. She's staring. I don't even think she blinked. So at this point, I needed to just go away yeah. from her. So I walk by her, and she springs back to life, and she's like, I'm still here! And then she's bawling her eyes out, and I felt felt scared. I was scared. I felt scared for the girls around us, because I don't know what was going to happen to this woman. So a man came and picked her up after I was out the back door shaking. I (laughs) called my boyfriend, and I was like, you need to come get me. (laughs) Um, That was like three different personalities. all in one. So... But have you guys not heard about that story where um, a hairstylist messed up a guest's hair and the the guest waited for the hairstylist to leave and then she hit her with her car? Yes. On the way out. Yes. No. Yeah, like where was we're that? We're dangerous. We're first responders. <laughs> y'all know I used to be a nine one one operator, so I got y'all. There was a woman uh, that just got, she was a nail salon technician, and she just got stabbed by her client. So No. That, I heard about yes. that, where she, um, like, she didn't want to pay, mm-hmm. and, like, they went back and forth. Yeah. I did hear about that story. Like, and she stabbed her? She stabbed her. Over a $25 manicure? Manicure. I mean, there's just scary Some people. Some manicures are a lot more money, though. <sighs> I mean, they're not, like, stabbing. <laughs> like, there's no worth to this. Like, you cannot put a price on that. No. That's crazy. No. Yeah. Where that in, is scary. And that's, see, this is why this is called the shop therapy. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> let go like, have a drink. Like, for real, we go through a lot as beauty professionals. We endure a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than dealing with a disgruntled client when someone does... A mistake if something happens to calm that person down the person's family whoever's with them it just can create an issue yeah, yeah. and it doesn't just create an issue for you I mean you get the brunt of it let's just be very very clear mm-hmm. you guys get the brunt of it anybody in management and anybody at the front end but it disturbs the whole flow of the salon yeah. so everybody deals with it well and I, I can remember particularly me being in the salon um, where, like, 
if like a client's running late or something like that, like they like cuss out the front, you know, the front desk. The front desk will come to us and was like, so and so, like, she just cussed me out, like she's crazy. I'm just giving you a warning because I don't know how she's gonna walk in here. And then they just walk in, hi Kyra, sit down. I'm like, mm-hmm. take you time. Right. Like you look over at the front desk, like the yeah. <laughs> it's because we have shears to their neck. Yeah. Or that. <laughs> No, I mean we're but never see, gonna do anything. But I mean, I think that's I what they said. Like, I might take an inch or two off. You know, <laughs> well, you know the whole idea. Like, you never yell at the person like fixing your food. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, kind yeah, of the yeah, same, yeah. the true. same deal. That's true. See, and I like me being on my own now. It's funny because it's like I'm basically my receptionist, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm taking my appointments and stuff. So. At you first, no, I don't get it. But that was one of my concerns, though. I was like, am I going to start to see, like, a different side of my clients now? Because mm-hmm. they're dealing with me, like, full circle. But thankfully, no. I, I can't really recall anything. Well, I think the good part is that we have people like you who kind of shield us yeah. from that unintentionally right because that doesn't come along with the with the job description i actually think that is kind of my job too because i think the job of a manager or a receptionist or anyone in the front end of a customer service business yes you're there to cater to a client but you're also there to back up your specialist right. always mm-hmm. you should you shouldn't just because you have to deal with something, we know that that's part of the job. It is one of the toughest jobs that you can in the beauty industry. Yeah, it is. So, but you have to back up the specialist at the end of the day, always. Prepare them when something you know is about to go south, when they're coming in with mm-hmm. an attitude, or when they make a mistake, you know. Obviously, we don't make mistakes very often, but they do happen. Right, mm-hmm. so, a human. Yeah, you have to support the specialist in whatever it is that happened, and... Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. I feel. I mean, because I've heard that from like another salon manager or like an assistant manager, where they're like, "We just want you guys to like do what you guys do best, whether mm-hmm. it's styling hair, whether it's giving the massages and stuff. Like, let us handle everything else, so that you can just focus on your craft." Yes. Because hmm. in the end of the day, like you guys are the people that are generating the profit that's right. coming in there. So we have to make it comfortable for you, whether that's taking a couple bumps and bruises along the way. Right. I mean, it's just part of the job. What has been... So you've held different roles in the beauty industry, mm-hmm. also front end, yes? Yep. What was your favorite role? I actually really love what I'm doing right now. Mm. Um, like I told you guys, uh, a little bit more in private, <laughs> where I'm looking to kind of expand myself as much as I love the beauty industry and get mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. different things well now I'm in a position where I do a lot of our events okay so whether we're having like a women's day su- luncheon and Lash Lamore is going to set up with a table and you meet people mm-hmm. and just be really like um, a brand ambassador for Lash Lamore like that has opened up such a big window and just like different idea of what I can find myself really enjoying, and I love all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm really in a fun. Uh, Honestly, we got our event planner. She'll be doing her first job in July. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> but what I can say, I mean, we haven't like connected personally, like you know, like gone out like we used to. But like looking at, at your social media and stuff, I can see that like you are happier. You can tell. Just in ju- and just in life in general, um, because where we worked at before, and it's like no shade, but I feel like there was a lot on your plate. Like you were constantly stressed, and like now it's like there's like a 
There's like a glow around you now. Well, I will say, when we all worked together, mm-hmm. I was at probably one of the most high-stress look the line Um to the point where I had something going on with me medical and my doctor was like, are you stressed out? Because mm. if you're stressed right now, you're never going to get better. So that was like a huge sign, wake-up call for me. They're okay. like, this is not okay. If I'm ever in a position in my life where I'm working for someone else and there's this much stress and sickness being brought to me, then we need to change yeah. that. And honestly, when I had heard like you like had left and stuff, I was like, I was like rooting for you. I was like, good, like... She, you are a great aspect to any, whether it be a salon or whatever field that you go to. It's like whoever gets you is like very lucky to have you. So like when I heard that you were leaving, I was like, she's going to flourish like wherever she goes to next. And let's just, I mean, I feel like we should take a moment on this, right? Because I find that you find a lot, I don't know if it's just in my role in general. I find that a lot of stylists feel comfortable completely not complaining but sharing their challenges their daily challenges with me and as a corporate employee I can't necessarily say to that guest we'll leave Mm. but as a personal person my thought is if you go to work every day and you are dreading it it may be time for you to start seeking other opportunities because you're saying this was bringing you like sickness illness and you were still pushing through Mm -hmm. and i mean we know her personally so we know what she's talking about Mm -hmm. or um, what part of that she's talking about but with any job it's like how long do i stay if it's affecting right my mental health well and it's too it's like you have to take a look it's like i'm fully dedicated to this position because clearly i'm still pushing through but are they fully dedicated to me? Exactly. Yes. Right? Would they give that same energy that I'm giving? Exactly. But you know what I find in salon energy, um, salon um, kind of industry, and you can back me up on this, I find that it's not necessarily a connection to sometimes your boss or the salon owner. It's a connection to your coworkers. Because as industry professionals, the back room, we just, and, and going out after work mm-hmm. and understanding how to talk to each other and how to approach each other, mm-hmm. we create, like, this bond. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. all of us, like, like yes. what we're the Athena girls, mm-hmm. we still are connected to each other for this for, to this day because we have this, like, bond that we created yeah. by being dependent on each other. Yeah. And it doesn't go away. So I think that's what makes it hard to leave a job. It's not... Well, and then, like, how that saying goes, like, people, what is it, how does it say? People quit bosses, they don't quit their jobs. Yes. Mm. Right? I like that. Yes, that's a great one. You mean, I mean, I have shared tears with you guys, smiles, Mm -hmm. laughs, leaving that job in particular was Mm -hmm. one of the hardest things because you find yourself, it's a tribe. And it really is like yes. a tribe mm-hmm. of yes. people that you enjoy, that you love, that you would do anything for. And that comes to protecting you guys. Like, oh, this crazy person out front. I remember this one day in the spa, I had um, oh, this poor homeless man walk in, and he was probably three shades to the wind drunk. <laughs> but he was squaring up with me in the spa at Athena, and I was like, I'm about to knock out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, homeless man. Oh, homeless man. Because he's coming at my girls in the spa. Like, you know? Where was I? I don't remember that. Was it not the guy in front of Starbucks? Because that was my friend. Not, not him. No, no. You know how you learn the guy's still there? Oh. He's still there. Yeah, like I know. When I, yeah. Aww. 
But yes, yeah. there's a lot I miss of love. Him. That comes I miss into him. It. Shut up. <laughs> I did miss him every morning. He, everybody who walked by, he'd be like, "You have change? You no, have change?" No, and then a... when I walked by, he'd be like, "Hey, morning." <laughs> no, he would. Wait, this too? Are you talking about the black guy or the white guy? The white guy. The white guy I would love because yes. he'd be like, He's very nice. "Can't spare some change for a homeless veteran." <laughs> like that would be his fuel the whole time. And he never was, said it to me. I would be like, "I'm ready." Like I just came some two days ago. Like. Giving all my tips to you. When he's not hungry the next day. How rude. Um, do you remember the guy on Newberry Street who used to drive down the street with no shirt on? The black guy? He he um he had the bike and he would have all the weights on his legs. God no, where was no. this man? Oh, he used to ride down the street in a um on a bike. No. no? Shay's just imagining somebody. I'm like, like, I know the black man that you speak of, the tall yeah, skinny one. Yeah, I don't know if you did not give him yeah, change, he was yeah, mean and aggressive. Yeah, older, older guy, yeah. It's so funny how you, you get to know everybody on your block. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody on your block. Yeah. Um, okay, so when I introduced Colleen, I was and I think I'll tell this story and then we'll stop the live. Um, I introduced Colleen by telling her that know. there's... I don't know if they can see this on the live. We're not going <laughs> to share it with them? You know. Y'all know I'm good for shutting down the live. And like, so you need to tune in on the podcast when this goes on air. So I'm about to tell Colleen what she did to me that scarred me for life from front end. <laughs> and we are going to have and then we a conversation it. about it. Should I say it on here or should we stop? No, nope, I'm I'll say this. Okay. Yeah. All right. We Bye gonna guys. stop. You guys gotta turn it. You have to tune in to the full it's episode. It's two against one. Um, make sure to tune in on Monday. We have finally gone live. Um, we wanted to get a whole bunch of episodes made for you guys so yeah. that this can be a weekly podcast. Um, we will be presenting our first episode on Monday. Um, which is tomorrow. All the deets will be on our social media pages, so make sure to follow, follow us, Shop, um, Shop Therapy Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, and also you can link to our SoundCloud page to get the episode, yeah. and we will give you all of the additional details. Don't forget, That's if there funny. are any um, things that you want to share with us or things that you want us to talk about, or if you even want to just come on the show and have a drink with connect? us, Make sure to email us at the shop therapy podcast at gmail.com. One thing for sure is we'll always have a drink for you guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> and all of these. Your phone died. <laughs> it's dead. Oh, Colleen, what do you like? Did you shut? Kyra, stop the thing so he doesn't have to cut so much off. She's so fucking I just want to let you know that I'm feeling a little woozy. Yeah, because you've been drinking since 4 o'clock. I got off of work at 2. Um, I've decided that I'm going to hold the story to the end. Okay. I like that. Because I don't want to make Colleen mad at me <laughs> before we get the rest of her interview. I like that. <laughs> so... One of the things that I wanted to ask you, because I know, and I'm pretty sure that I have done this to you. I know I've done it at the salon that I'm at right now, but we rely on our front end too much. 
a lot. And I feel like you guys end up doing so many things that are outside of your role. Like, I mean, you've shampooed somebody before, right? Yes. I have. <laughs> Thank God Stay Bored didn't come in. I, I know. shampooed people. I mean, I helped with foils. I have... You yes. Wow. Did you the foil out? Yes. For, did you mix the product or did you just oh, like... Oh, mixing color? I can do that all day. Yeah, I can mix your color right now. I remember that stuff. Like, of course. <laughs> wow. Um, but then it even goes into, can you pick up my dry cleaning across the street? Um, because I don't have time today and I really need this for the weekend. Oh, no. My car meter, I'm back to back with clients. Can you please do that too? Um, grab my I'm lunch. guilty. Yes. I'm definitely guilty. Well, luckily I'm at a point in my life where your guilt is not my problem. Hello. <laughs> um, Sorry. I've been She knows checked. her worth, guys. She has yeah. grown in the industry. Yes. I love it. <laughs> That's dope. Um, I have asked my assistants at the salon that I'm at now because I choose not to pay for a garage um, thing, so I... I just park and I pay and sometimes I'm over so I've been known to like go to the assistant or the front end like um I'm in the middle of a full foil can you go find me another parking spot Shay gonna piss off one of her assistants and they be like yeah mm -hmm, I'm gonna pay and, and crash my put, car no thing I'm putting nothing in there no I literally have them like get in drive it and find another parking spot no so here's the thing girls if I'm going to the bank and you need me to get your roll of quarters all day I've got you I'm already on my way there but I'll give you those quarters for you to feed your meter for you to feed your meter. Like, I'm not doing it. Colleen's like, oh, yo, I'm past that stage. No, we don't. So it might well, We have to do it for the guests. For the guests. Yes. But you know what? I will say this. My guests don't, don't even do ask me. My guests don't because even ask me. Because she has a stylist. That, well, you know, it's that us tone. that ask it. It's the us that say, don't worry about it. We'll have the front desk mm -hmm. go or do it. Or have my assistant go out and... And the reason, honestly, for me... I haven't had an assistant in a while, but when I did have an assistant and I'm like, oh, I'll have my assistant go out and do it, it's because I had to do that as an assistant. So I felt like that was like, but the thing that I now reflecting back on it was kind of fucked up on my part is like, I hated doing that. So it was like, why did I even put my assistant? I'm sorry, y'all. I apologize. I'm not. Listen, <laughs> we had to do so much stuff. Okay, first a of lot. all, not only did I assist under the Athena Elite, and we already know what that's <laughs> like, I also worked for another salon that was a Middle Eastern salon, and he was hard. I mean, I have plans after work. Like, I get off at 5 o'clock. Maybe the salon doesn't close till 9, and I'm off at 5, and I have friends meeting me, and he'd be like, Oh, Shay, you need to go close the other location. Like, what? No. Yeah, you need to go close it or, you know, take my car. Oh, totally. Um, so you work for Lash Lamar. Mm -hmm. Do you have on strips? I'm staring at your eyelashes. I, I was supposed to ask another question, but like. It's okay. So is it strips or are they? These are strips, as we can tell. So I, I am couldn't tell. Not highly allergic to adhesive. Really? Highly. So you can't even get service I with them? I had the most beautiful, bomb-ass lashes that I've ever had in my entire life for about six months. And then I went to my best friend's wedding, and I was on the alcohol and Benadryl diet for three days down Aaron? in South Carolina. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love her. Yes, I love her too. She's so cute. Um, to try to combat this puffiness that was just growing in my eyes. And when I came back, I was like, oh, I need a fill. And 
with eyelashes particularly, you can start off with a mild reaction. Mm -hmm. The next time that you go and get your fill, if you don't downgrade your adhesive or do something different, you are going to have a full-blown Quasimodo face within 48 hours. Wow. Let me ask a question. I have a question. I have a real question. So, whenever I go on vacation, typically, I am on a Zyrtec and alcohol diet. Now... I don't know if you guys remember that time when I kept on breaking out in the salon and I was doing all those allergy testing yes. and all that stuff. So I figured out that I was allergic to aspirin and I know how to stay away from aspirin. But every once in a while there's something that I cannot figure out that will bother me. And it usually happens when I'm outside of my own comfort zone. So I don't know if it's sheets. I don't know if it's vacation. I mean, like, especially when I'm out of the country and staying in hotels, I break out a lot. Do you think it had something to do with that? I would have loved for that to be the case, but unfortunately, no. So you guys have known me for a while. You know that I love colors and I love shadows mm -hmm. and I love, I'm like a blending queen. Mm -hmm. I've always stayed away from purple. Because mm. I learned when I worked for Clinique that I would play with Lancome and other different colors, but violets would make me react and I'd be itchy and irritated. So mm. whatever it is, something about certain cosmetics, but it's all adhesives for... So these strip lashes right now, if I were to wear them for two days, like, like take them off, put a fresh pair on tomorrow, and then try to do it again, I would blow up. Wow. Exactly. So how often do you wear them? When I'm going to be graced by your feathers. <laughs> like, do things so like that. So you literally like risk your, your life for her. <laughs> schedule. It's like she has a schedule for lashes. Like, I, I do. I wore them two days yeah. ago. That's Can't do them. Yes. It, it's the worst because, like I, we were just talking about, I believe in a full face of makeup and I love it. But... When you have lashes on, you don't need anything. And I never thought that I would need nothing else besides my lashes until I had lash extensions. You were just waking up in the morning beautiful. So it is sad. Okay, quick story. You, you, you guys know that I am a mama's girl. I love my mom. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that. So they're, get yes, ready to hear all the stories will. about my mother. But my mother is obsessed with lashes and I remember she, one day she called me and she was like something happened I had a, re a, a reaction she does strips and she does them every morning so she was like I had a reaction I don't know her eye was bubbled up and I was like oh mom you need a break like just take a break mm -hmm. from it do you know this lady sent me a picture with her lashes on <laughs> No. She was like, I, she was like, I need my lashes, especially Bubble now that I'm and up. Yeah, like, it's a like people get addicted to yeah. it. The same way I'm addicted to my extensions. You well, get addicted to your you lashes. If you think about it though, right? Like when we were working together, that was what we say 2012, 2013, mm -hmm. right? So that was no longer than five, six years ago. Last extensions was not like a, if it was, it wasn't. A popular trending thing it was, it was an occasional thing right now Huge. particularly individual that is a bit like you see lash bars popping up everywhere yeah. and all they do is just lashes there's no waxing no nothing just lashes that is a, a business within itself be and it's because like how you said it's an addicting thing like mm -hmm. it it really it brightens up your face exactly it enhances your features lash extensions has the highest repeat business aside from nails but even greater than nails of return repeat customers 
consecutively and more often. You are there every week, every two to three weeks. Some people stretch it to four, but I have so many clients that I see every single week for lash fills for an hour nap, and that's it. Wait, you know what? I'm sorry, wait, okay. (laughs) Lash extensions have the highest repeat. Yes. But you know what? I believe that. The highest. It's fact. They, Someone told me that I could not get lash extensions because my lashes are too long and I've never went back to try again. Um, that's absolute nonsense. You haven't gone to lash one yes. more. So I haven't. I'm going to get you some lashes. This is my gift to you. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Hello. Am I not here? I tagged that line. You can't do me. We, <laughs> we have this on recording, so I will hold you to that. No, but I truly believe that because... If we think of a hairstylist, we have our dime times, right? After holiday season, during the summer. If you think of a nail technician, particularly their pedicures, it really downgrades during the winter. Mm -hmm. But if you think of lashes, that's an all-year-round thing. Like, there's, there's, I can't think of any downtime for that. So, I think, in my opinion, I don't know this, but lash extensions and medispas are like the mm-hmm. things that are like zooming mm-hmm. right now okay. in our industry. I agree, I agree. Everything else is kind of I can do, maybe I can, maybe I'm not. I mean, great coverage is never gonna go. So great coverage is right, always right. gonna be there. But on top like right under that is gonna be like lashes and medi spas. Everyone's doing yes. like those Botox and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um unless we as people evolve in some way where oh. we go to a next let's species. Not even. Let's not even because right. that's all our industry and that's how we make money right. so let's right. not even. Right. Um, before we wrap up tell us the one thing that you cannot live without. No people or pets. Eyebrows. Or boyfriend. Well, eyebrows. Eyebrows. Oh. My damn eyebrows. I could have showed up today with absolutely no makeup on aside from my eyebrows. But well, your eyebrows are thick, like your hair. And I'm I, looking at your hair. Yes, but there's work put into them. Um, I would never cheat on my eyebrow lady, Claudia Grimaud, out of Lash L'Amour. Hey! That's our professional shout-out for the week. Say her name one more time. <laughs> Claudia from Newton Lash L'Amour. Amazing. She's been doing eyebrows for about 10 years. And she just really, she likes a full brow. She likes a natural brow. And that is really what's in in the industry as well. Yeah. When someone have a natural brow, it should be tailored and it should be put together. Clean up your strays. Trim them. But your eyebrows frame your face. And my face is my money maker. And mm-hmm. that is my gateway through life. So I have to take care of my eyebrows. They, when look, I, they look amazing. They when I met you ladies, I did not have the best eyebrows at all. And I, I look back remember. I know. Thank you. That makes me happy. <laughs> I look back at those photos and I'm like, girl, get your eyebrows. Did like, you have the skinny ones? No. Because we just, all had skinny eyebrows cute. back in the day. They were not cute. My eyebrows are not, like, these are the best eyebrows of my life. I'm not even going to say no, I'm just kidding, Lonnie. I got oh, we're not even video. Your eyebrows, but Lonnie, Lonnie does my eyebrows. But when you find her, keep her because she can ruin your life. Your eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And you need to get something so small. I did a client's brows today, and she was like, she hasn't gotten her brows done. I think she said in like three months because her last person. Yes. Like ruined her, and she was like, it was one that she was like, I trust you, but like 
I'm not even gonna close my eyes. And um, she's like, can I have your mirror? Oh, I was like, that. She's like, no, 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 like, cause my last time, like, she really fucked me up. Like, oh, she's like, so this is no disrespect to you. She's like, I just need to see, like, every single time you do a rip, I need to look at it. But you know what? There are some guests like that who have like PTSD. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you gotta kind of walk through yeah. your service. Any service. Yeah. You gotta I, walk through. I will say though, like as we're getting older, your eyebrows stop growing. Your lashes become smaller. Your mm-hmm. eyebrows become sparse. So you can be you that, that? that destructive no. lady who ruins your eyebrows and you never get them back until you use growth serums. And then we spend hundreds of dollars, mm-hmm. thousands of dollars per year to grow them back. So no, take care they of your eyebrows. Really they do, I will say. They, they do? Actually, of course okay. they do. There's one, I think you guys use it too at last year. Yeah, it's the... What's it called? The Libra. tube is um, like blue, right? Lee Brow, yes. Yeah. Spell it. L-I Brow. And first of all, you definitely shouldn't even beautiful. No, no, no. She shouldn't even forget that name. And you know why I'm saying Lee Brown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Play on words. Shut up, Kyra. Let's end with telling my story so Colleen can yell at me. So this is a story that I tell in all of my solution classes. So uh, you know, I still work for Veda. Um, my, love Aveda. my solution classes are classes that, um, basically takes you through hair color challenges. Like um, it. so it's talking about like, you know, if someone was dark and they want to go lighter or if they're light and they want to go darker, that's what the class entails. So there's a part where we talk about, um, a tonal change and I always tell people to tell their bloopers and to loosen them up. I tell them my biggest blooper. So this is the story that I tell. <laughs> I'm laughing already. Love it. So this is a story that I tell. I had a guest. I don't know if you guys remember this guest. The guest was a lady who, I don't know if you remember her. She used to have like Monica hair. Like Monica back in the day. So she was like mm. a white band. Yeah. And then she was like a brown. She was like a mm. 5BG. So Aveda, that's like a 5 blue green. Or maybe it was like a 4. So it was like a brown and then a white. So my two stylists that I hang out with, one of the girls, she was on our second episode, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then another girl was Kim. Mm-hmm. Who we're going to eventually have on. Yeah, we'll eventually oh, yeah. have her on. But that one's going to be crazy. <laughs> um, so... We were all supposed to go out to dinner afterwards, and I didn't think I had any guests. Like, the night was over, and the guest came in. She had an appointment. The appointment wasn't on in the books. That's not where you come in. It was probably someone else's mistake. You don't make mistakes like that. Um, So, obviously, I have to do my guests. Sarah and Kim are like, peace. I'll see you when I see you. We'll be at the bar. We'll have drinks waiting for you. So, I do the hair color. Um, I put my lightener on. I do my foils for her by 5BG. So, it's like these heavy strips. Like, chunky. I know what client yes, this is. Me too. I love this story. Because when so, you left, you gave her to me. Oh, my gosh. I know so, that. You had her. I, chunky, chunky, yes. chunky highlights. So, I bring her to the bowl because I'm rushing. At this point, the salon is closed. At this point, the salon is closed. So I bring her um, over. So Colleen's already pissed at me because (laughs) whatever she had to do that night. So I bring my guest over. I shampoo her. Now, because I'm 
fucking rushing, I shampoo it all at the same time. Oh my God. Which means that that BG ran onto her mm. platinum. So her hair was fucking green. Mm. So I get stressed out. Colleen's pissed at me at the front, but she's keeping it under wraps. I go to the back room. I call Kim and Sarah. I'm like, Kim, what do you do? I was fairly new in the industry. So I'm like, Kim, what do I do? Like, her hair is green. They've had drinks already. So they're like, come to the bar. And I'm we like, the way she is. get out of there. And I'm like, no, I'm stressed out. It's like, like Kim and her. No, no, no. And they're oh, ready. Yeah, I'm like, her hair is green. And our shampoo bowls were like oh, right around the mm, corner terrible. to our back room. Mm. So I couldn't really talk too loud because the guests <laughs> would be able to hear me. And she's literally laying in the bowl. So I cup like a little handful of enlightener. I hang up on Kim because she's no help at this point. <laughs> so I, she's like passing the phone around like, Shay's on the phone. I'm like talking to the bartender like, help me. But... So I um I take lightener whatever this goes into my solutions class I fix the situation is the end of the story so now I'm blow drying the gas nothing's happening the gas is none the wiser Colleen on the other hand is pissed because we are way past closing time at it's this like point thirty if you ever heard anyone put on makeup like you can't hear someone put on blush <laughs> but. She was like, her mascara was like, like she was shutting the drawers like, ching, like, it was like, basically she was saying, y'all, get the fuck out. Like, she was doing everything, like, Colleen always wears heels, but it was Stomping like, kadunk, kadunk, kadunk. I can't, I can't. So the guest is like, what's wrong with her? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So it's just. Me, her, and the guest in the salon. And so, I guess Kim calls back. And Kim goes, you know, I guess she talked to Colleen. She called the salon because obviously my cell phone was in the back. And she tells her if, you know, Shalane said the, the guest's hair was green. You know, give she gave her a formula. Colleen, in her haste, and I'm pretty sure you were just fucking ready to go. I, I, I honestly, to be on your side, I think you had a ride waiting for you outside. Like, it was like, yeah. it was like you were yeah. trying to, like, get out. And so, she came over to the guest after I fixed everything, and she was like, Kim said, if it's green, use a little bit of enlightener. And the guest was like, green? <laughs> what? I was like, I could me at that moment and i wanted to fight you and it was someone had to go back in no 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 it was one of those things where i was like no no it's fine but like she didn't know it but you know once you say a word the guest starts to like then look at it i see it i see it it was like the most silent closing like after she checked out like i was in my because I mean, we're still girls. We still love each other at the end of the day. So I can't leave her in Newberry shoes. I have to wait right. for her to end up and check out and da-da-da. But I'm sitting there with my coach. She's sitting there finishing the desk. We just looking at each other like, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we walked out. It was like, mm. I don't even think we said bye right, once we got. Once, once the doors were locked, it was like, I'm going my way. You go yours. Yes. 
Beth poor client. Do you remember? I, I remember that Jennifer, guy, and that client was a headache. Because Jennifer, the poor thing, she was that stripy, thick, thick, mm -hmm. thick oh, blonde. It was like blonde, blonde, and then it was like a green brown, like because she wanted so such it's it's so cool that I put so much green yes. in it to combat all that warmth that I when I washed it all out. Like her platinum you, was. She had her hair burned. Do you remember I had that running with her? She had her hair burned. You, yes. Shay, fucking <laughs> left the salon and yes. left this client to me. I did her. I want to say two or three times. Like the fourth time, yes. she didn't allow me to take out the foils, and I was like, no. And like, and he said, she's like, no, no, no. Like Shay keeps it all longer. Da, da, da. She ended up break like her hair broke. broke. It was broken hair. Like literally, like oh, I took the no. foil out and the and hair was, came with that foil. Yes. And honestly, it was like one of those like, I'm happy, good, cause she ain't never gonna come back to me. But also, she needed to get rid of those 1990 mm -hmm. streaks that she had in her head. Mm -hmm. That was not cute anymore. Mm -hmm. honey. And it was like literally it was, it wasn't highlights. It was literally it was streaks. Stripey, like you see like, these, mm -hmm. it was stripey. Oh, it was like, chunky, oh, I did, I did chunky. like platinum painted on, yes. and then I did five um, back to back foils, yep. and then I did platinum, yep. and then yep. I did like five back to back foils. Like, yep. I mean, terrible chunks. Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe you remember that. I was like, but it's it's how I introduce my my solutions, and it's how I talk about a tonal change. So mm -hmm. if you make a tonal mistake, that's how I give that formula. That is an excellent. Oh look, it turned this. into a lesson. So yeah. I literally talk about you at least once a month. So I love that I've left a lasting impression. This was a learning lesson for a lot of us because it was all, honestly to deal with you guys sometimes when you you know. Things just don't always happen right. Mm -hmm. So you had me in my early hot-headed 20s, too. Like, oh, at yeah. that point, I'm sure you heard that damn blush going on. Like, oh, yeah. That lip line was like, crack, crack. <laughs> <laughs> so we've learned lessons. Everything has been an amazing experience. And I'm so happy that you guys have definitely been on my journey. Because there are some times that you'll never get back. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yes. That is true. Well, I appreciate you being here today, share, sharing your insight. Um, and it was funny because, like, when Shay and I, like, we go through kind of, like, our Rolodex. We're like, who's the next guest? Who's the next guest? And it was, like, it was like without a doubt, we, like, both agreed on it. It was, like, it has to, like, Colleen has to. Like, yeah, we were like, on. get Colleen. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. No back and forth. I was like, no, let's hold on. Nope. Yep. And there's a lot of people it. that we do back and forth yeah. with. And we were like, yeah, no, Colleen. straight. <laughs> we got fun. fun. So I appreciate you agreeing to it and coming on. Um, I hope the viewers, you guys, have taken some great insight. Um, I hope you guys contact her. Yes. Because Lash Lamore, like like I said, I have been a model plenty of times. Like, definitely they are, like, the pioneer, yes. I feel like, for the Boston area as far as lashes. And um, we're just in Vogue magazine. Really? Oh, damn. <laughs> Vogue. Wow. Just that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's beyond though. But beyond, I mean, not but, but beyond like Lash Lamore, let's just support Colleen even further mm -hmm. and even more personally. Colleen mm -hmm. is really looking to get into that eventing world. So any salon professionals that are wanting to throw events, 
guest appreciation events I mean we're definitely gonna book her up and I want you guys to reach out and I want you to love on this woman because she is an amazing woman and we've known her since her beginning all the way to who she is now at the prime age of 30. She thinks she's old. We're 29, honey. Don't age Oh! <laughs> she said, I'm still in my we're 20s. Still, we're still there. I'm Listen, still in my 20s. This baby, <laughs> love on this baby because she's amazing and her journey has um, has been amazing and she is just at the beginning of it. She's going to be um, somebody that we definitely look towards and you are going to see her in the Shop Therapy family. Yeah. But she's going to stick around. This is where the show gets a little bit crazy. <laughs> so the number one. So this was, I, I had like, so this was an esthetician one. So number one, it says, how do I handle a guest with body odor? I wax someone, a Brazilian wax. She's a regular guest, but I typically do her for nail services. When I took her in for the wax, she had an old deer. That's what. She wrote in all caps, an old deer. Not an old deer. Oh, old deer. I had to literally breathe through my mouth to make it through the service. How do I address this guest while keeping her as a client? You don't. I'm going to say this, and I apologize to you, and it's a horrible thing that we have to do, but we have to suck it up. There's a thing that you can say to your coworker or in a managerial position. Mm -hmm. I can say to one of my staff members about a body odor, but you cannot say anything to your guests. They are paying you. I don't care what they smell like, what they look like, how they breathe funny, if they're chewing different things. I'm sorry. You can't say anything Thank to you. your guests. Um, you can't. And I have been friends with known managers. saying the right answer, yes. but we don't <laughs> I, like it. I know we don't like it, but I have known a million different estheticians, and when it comes to a body order issue from a client, there's nothing that you can do, because they're paying you at the end of the day for that service. Can they even put on a mask? Mask it up, girl. That's oh, not okay. going to help you. Yes. It's not going to help that much, but it's going to help subside. I'm going to say breathe. Put a mint in your mouth. Do something that you're going to smell. Some sort of, like, one of those, like, um, evergreen mints or something. Mm-hmm. Put that in so you're smelling something that's different. You know what I just that's thought about? That's good advice, it though. Is. You know what I just thought about? You know how we have our client notes? It's going to be like, <laughs> pop a mint, put a mask on. Perfect. Be heavy. <laughs> Prepare yourself for that person, but honey, do not say anything to her. That is your client. She's paying you. If you don't want her as a client and you think that your sense of smell in that 15 minutes, because you should be doing a 15-minute Brazilian, mm. is too... This is the much manager coming out of her. Yes. It's too much for you. Then say that you can't do that client and you're going to have to find a way for yourself to not serve that client. You answer that quickly because honestly, when I read it, I was like, oh, I, I would have told her. I would have. You did? I was like, I don't know what I would say. Like, I was at a loss. Yeah. No, you know me, like, because I'm just so, like, <laughs> business and policy like no 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 just be like no i wouldn't i wouldn't come out and say it no your baby stinks (laughs) i wouldn't come out and say it but like i'm the type where like i'm like can we write up like a policy and like the next time she comes like give her the piece of paper like that is what it is people have to shower before they get brazilians all the girls i mean if you want to suggest something like a client email when they leave or like the best way to keep that area in the best condition for when you return 
That could be one thing. But even, isn't that bad? Like, I leave to get a Brazilian and then I find an email like, you should probably do. Well, so when working at Lash Lamore, so any new client that comes in for a set of lashes, right, we go over aftercare instructions. I feel like if you put that into an aftercare instruction oh, policy, would be the only way that you can combat that. person's not going to listen to you. She knows she's got a smelly, yeah. you know, like, it's just. See, that's what I was going to say. It's one thing. But what like, if she doesn't know? Oh, you know. No, you know. You know. See, that's what I'm like. Know. That's one thing. There's some people that I don't think know. That's one thing. If I feel like if you're putting it for lashes, but like if you're putting that for a wax, who the fuck's gonna read that? And what is it? Wait, no, no, no. First of all, let's just let's just do this. What would the bylaw say? <laughs> Please. Clean that pussy. <laughs> that's what it's gonna say. Wash your <gasps> shit at least thirty minutes. Before your appointment time. Well, so how to prepare for your appointments? <laughs> Shower prior to your visit. Okay. Yo, they gonna have they gonna Thank have washcloths. <laughs> they gonna have washcloths in the daggone room for them. Like, I so agree. after I taking off your pants, here's a washcloth and a dove bar of soap. Well, go over. You know what? When you go to the doctor's office, let's just be very honest. When you go to the doctor's office and you do your um, like your your you pee in the cup. Yeah. Yeah. They tell you to wipe. So, you can put sanitary wipes in the bathroom, like those, you know, like mm-hmm. toilet wipes that they have. I have them in my house. I think they should have them absolutely everywhere. Yeah, I use them in my house. You really yeah, should. Yeah, the flushable yeah. ones, yes. yeah. So, okay. provide those. Your, your salon needs to be doing something else if you got some issues. So, the answer is provide flushable... I was going to say... Toilet chlor- tree. I was going to say Clorox wipes. Can <laughs> <laughs> I have them burning? <laughs> Provide flushable wipes in the salon and add a breath breath mint and then also put it in your bylaws before (laughs) care and after care. Why are you laughing? Because that shit, I can't. You know me, that's why I can't be an esthetician. So I'd be like, listen, that's why I can't be a nail tech because of feet. Or esthetician because looking at pussies all day. I mean, listen, I ain't built for this shit. You like, have no idea what comes out of the lashes. Really? I want to talk about some shit. There was one time the esthetician called me over to this problem client who never cleans her lashes. Clean your goddamn lashes, okay? Get them wet after 24 hours and wash those. Because I thought those were going to start moving. Oh my god. I thought they were about to- Lash mites are a freaking thing. Lash mites? What is Even this? Even natural lashes, lash mites are a thing. Keep your body... <laughs> Yo, okay. I've never <laughs> heard... A lash mite? Yo, I'm about to scrub like extra... I, so I use... And you're probably going to kill me. What is a lash I use mite? the natural line from Neutrogena, Fine. the makeup and facial cleanser remover... And I feel like I'd be like scrubbing, like I'm good scrub for Scrub it, girl, scrub it. Oh it's not pulling out your lashes because right. sometimes I feel like I wipe too much. I don't give a goddamn. I've never heard of a roach for your lashes. Lash mites? So that's like literally like lice for <gasps> your yes. lashes? Basically. I you know what? Never there heard is of that. people who have like lice and flakes <gasps> in their eyebrows. I, so I've, I've seen that. Yeah. That is the cell. Like, it's one thing. Why are you shaking? Because it's like, <laughs> yo, yo, the wine is kicking in. Because I'm like, that's some shit. It's one thing if you have it in your hair. Because I feel like 
you can kind of cover it in a sense. But I'm like, yo, if I'm looking straight at your fucking face, you're and I'm like, yo. Oh, wait. Oh, no, you're not going to see it. It's microscopic. But, oh. so. Oh, so when you have, like, the mirror over, and you're, no. like, looking down. So if you are a person that has lash mites, you might not see. I'm not going to see a lash mite. But what I'm seeing, the residual residue that comes off in the dirt and gunk and grime, you know those lashes are not clean and they can contain lash. I wish this was a video right now because if you see the way we are looking at fucking Colleen right now, I have never heard of that. I'm serious. There I feel like real. we need to Google it. You don't want to? I'm not, what actually. I, what I wow. saw that day on that piece of paper towel napkin that she pulled off of that woman I have never don't do that I would yo bathroom going I I can't I would have probably had to quit the industry right there like yo fuck it I'm not I'm not built for this no you know what and that was a deciding factor nope I don't want to do lashes I don't Okay. Wow. That's gross, and I'm over that whole conversation. <laughs> Let's go to number Moving two. on. <laughs> Moving on. So the second one is like, you know me, guys. I love the ratchet, and I could not help but <laughs> tell this one because I think it is funny. I never know what my co-host is about to bring me on. Because <laughs> it's funny. So... Okay, I was working on a Saturday at the salon. Apparently, my coworker is in a love triangle. Her boyfriend came in the salon to confront her with her other boyfriend on FaceTime. After the owner finally got him to leave, he yelled to her guest, Your hairdresser is a hoe. <laughs> Y'all can't. The, she, whole, the whole salon was quiet was after that. Nah, no one knew what to do. I feel so bad for my coworker. Let the manager answer first. Let the director <laughs> answer first. Please let me answer first because I have this all day. I am so sorry. I know that as a manager of the spa, the salon, that I can't get this person to leave quietly. That that's not going to be your ass. I'm going to excuse the client right now. I am so sorry, but she needs to step outside. Take your business outside. Yes. And I'm going to go outside with you and Ooh. tell this person that if you do not leave my premises right now, I'm going to have to call the cops because you are you are invading on my business. Mm -hmm. You're being destructive. That this is outside work. I'm going to sympathize almost a little bit with my specialist because regardless, you just brought your nonsense outside business into my job. Inside so business. I'm going to, again, protect my girl protect my guy whoever it is you need to get your ass out of my salon right now so okay let's say the situation is handled day is done how does your conversation with that stylist look well like is is she reprimanded for bringing her for being i mean at the end of the day i can't even think of another word but is she reprimanded for being yeah. messy and bringing that into a work environment i'm gonna sympathize with her right because we're all women and guys are crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and i'm in the love business yeah so you know i see things that are messy so i'm gonna sympathize with my specialist and tell her that i am very sorry that this happened to you that i do feel for you there are some things that you need to work out clearly at home and i 
probably can't be as sympathetic again if this happens the next time. That there can't be a next time for our business. Mm. So you need to handle this. Mm. If you need a day off, whatever you need to take care of this issue, we can give that to you. However, I cannot allow this type of behavior to happen in the spa. Wow. I, I appreciate that. And that's why you're the salon manager and I'm not. Because my ass would have cracked the bottle of wine and sat down and was like, oh, this is some good-ass fucking tea. Jerry, And Jerry. just looking like, you know, my head would be going back and forth. Like, left, right, left, right. No. I think wow. I would have felt bad. But I you do. know what's so funny is that, okay, we've all dated men. We're all still in the dating phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We might have boyfriends now. Yes. We ain't had them in the past. We might, you know, right. whatever. We're all in the dating phase. But there have been times where i've been at work and my phone is going crazy and i'm trying to like shit last week you know what i mean <laughs> it's like you're trying to text back like i don't got the time for right, this right, right. and it's in it and it's kind of interfering with your work life so i think there's this thing where and i know we say it a lot but it's so hard to do where we separate like our personal from our work like when we work when we step into the door our personal life is left behind Mm. but it's so hard even if you leave it behind what if that shit follows you and you know what's funny i so you saying that story it it, um i don't even know if you guys know this of when it happened at where we were working before what happened where was we where our receptionist receptionist got into it with her boyfriend and he was, like, waiting outside for her. He was like, oh, you get off at 9? I'm there at 8.50. No. It was like, and she, like, straight up told me, she was like, he's outside. Like, I'm scheduled outside. Like, because, not necessarily, like, it would be, like, a domestic issue. But she was like, she was like, he's gonna go ape shit on me. And I was just do like. Do you know who it is, Kylie? We can't say it. I know. But do you have do a you guess? Do you know who it is? I don't, don't say the name. Who it is. Okay. We'll tell you at the end. We'll tell you I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. We can't. But did I know this? I don't think you knew it because she closed that night. Because mm-hmm. I would... Yeah, maybe not because if she was closing, I'm definitely not there. But God. She closed that night. And I was like, girl... I was like... And you know, honestly, I feel like I had said to her, like, as long as he don't come in here, I'm right. I'm cool. Like, as long as he keeps it out, out them doors... We yeah. good. You yeah. know what I mean? I wish I was there. Yes. Yeah. I would have went outside and talked to that man. If I ever felt that... Yo, you know, Colleen's gangster. I don't she give a gangster. shit. <laughs> I would have went outside and be like, I am so sorry. I need her hair for a couple extra minutes. Because we're women. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, I've got another woman's back. I believe in women. And I believe in our struggles, our pains, our passions, our everything. Like, I'm gonna help you. Yeah, but that's one good. thing that I... No, but that's <laughs> one thing that I learned from working with you guys. It was a day that I was late at the salon, and I don't usually close there, and I don't typically work there all the time. And as I was walking out, the receptionist, she was like, why are you still here? And I was like, well, I'm not gonna leave you here by yourself. And she was mm-hmm. like, I'm fine. And I was literally with my jacket, and I was tired as hell, mm-hmm. but I was standing there like, girl you're stupid like i'm never going to leave you there by myself but i think it was from us it wasn't even like a word we always stayed we closed together and once those doors were locked it was like all right where are you going where i'm going typically we were going to the you know going to have dinner or going to drink together but 
And this was, it was always like we never left each other alone. And what's funny enough, like, even though that was like five, six years ago, that, that was like free Uber. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Free Uber. That's crazy. crazy. We were walking to trains. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Um, but that's interesting that you brought that up. I'm like, and again, <laughs> that's why Colleen is the salon manager and I'm the stylist. <laughs> I Two would turn my chairs. <laughs> like, um, okay, so Joan, we're gonna just get out of this. <laughs> Don't pay attention no. to that. That's what you would have said. See? Yeah. Different perspectives because you would have turned your chair. I would have. You would have gave the great insight level and I'm going to be and all Kyra in it. And would have popped some popcorn. <laughs> I would have been all in it like, damn. <laughs> really? How'd you even find out that I'm... She was messing with old boy. <laughs> Three different perspectives, guys. I will say this, though. I do... I like your curiosity. That is absolutely who I am as a creature, too. So I'm going to talk to you in a way that you're most likely going to open up to me. So yeah. my popcorn is eaten on the down low. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to that story, and I have my popcorn later. That Colleen had, like, low-fat popcorn. Like, <laughs> like, she's just in it, like, quietly. Like, so right. how did how did this situation make you right. feel? She's making it real personal, but she's digging for some information. <laughs> I Would you like a drink it. after work? <laughs> I love it. It's on me. <laughs> Once again, Shay, that was a lovely shop talk for sure. Yo, guys, please continue to send these these um, stories, these questions. You don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be as dramatic as the ones that I've been getting. <laughs> but please do. Keep Honestly, like ask me some ask questions about social media. Ask questions about you know how to build your books. Like ask industry questions but also if you want to bring us some funny stories yeah. bring us the funny stories yeah. um you can email these at sorry guys the wine <laughs> you can email these at the shop therapy podcast at gmail.com again that's the shop therapy podcast at gmail.com you can also dm us at shop therapy on instagram inbox on facebook and i don't know what soundcloud does but you know if they have something try it you may never know thank you (laughs) so kyra you're next it is i so kyra's consultation corner so right now we are in the month of march Mm -hmm. what happens on april 15th i don't know Tax day? Yes. Thank you, Colleen. Because my co-host is terrible. I did my taxes a month ago. Okay. So we are in the time frame of talking money, Mm -hmm. um, talking how to budget ourselves, and things of that nature, right? So going into that kind of mindset, right? As stylists, we have to understand um, our books, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not only in the sense of scheduling, because obviously time management is key, mm-hmm. but understanding our numbers. Yes. Okay. Right? So I encourage all technicians to um, understand their ATPs, okay. which is the average ticket price. Right. So, so, so when you say ATP, let me just break it down. Yep. Is that like your service dollars or is that service including retail dollars? 
So, there are two different categories for that. Okay. Right? Because you can do your average ticket price based on service, and you can do your average ticket price based on retail, and then you can do your average ticket price including total. the total. Okay. Right? Okay. So, if you're really on your business, honestly, you should be doing the total amount. And, yes. Colleen, I would yes. love to hear your input about this um, after I kind of get through this, but... Even though, and I stress this a lot, even though you may be under a salon um, as far as either it be a, a kind of like a mom and pop type salon or a corporate salon sector, at the end of the day, this is your personal brand, yes. mm-hmm. right? That's true. So, aka, this is your own personal business. Mm-hmm. So, we, luckily, we live in a technology phase right now where we probably, you're, you know, you're using, like, the Salon Biz, the, um, the Gloss Genius, those type of kind of, like, scheduling systems. Booker. Ex- Booker. Booker. Um, that can... Booker's amazing. Yeah. That can possibly generate, like, these reports for you. But at the end of the day, if that crashes... Do you really understand and know your business, right? So if you are like, I want to make, okay, if we, let's backtrack. If you are a a booth renter, a commission stylist, or an hourly paid stylist, you still need to understand your numbers, right? Because that is all playing a role as far as how many clients you are bringing in a day. And not only how many clients you are bringing in a day, but how many services you are doing in a day, right? So if you know that, particularly let's go to hourly stylists. If you are an hourly stylist, more than likely that salon owner or manager has a lot of control as far as pushing you. Because if you're an hourly stylist, they're paying you, right, based upon however X amount of hours you're staying in that salon. You're not necessarily being taxed on or, like, looked at as, like, you generating that income coming in, right? So you need to look at, okay, if I'm doing more of haircuts, okay, let's kind of go to, like, the simple level. And that this is not to downplay any type of stylist who, like, Correct. if you're a cutting specialist and that's all you do, amazing, but if you're just cutting, more than likely your salon manager or your salon owner is going to be like, all right, I need you to make like $1,500 a week in cuts, Yes. right? So you need to map out if your cuts are, to kind of be in laying terms because I'm not a mathematician in yeah. any way, but if we're keeping it at $100 per cut. And they're looking at that. They want you to bring in $1,500. All right, that means I need to bring in 15 clients this week to at least on minimum meet that goal. And then everything afterwards hopefully will be my bank. You shouldn't necessarily rely on a system, your booking system or whatever the case may be, to kind of give you those numbers. You should be able to be like, all right, I need to do X amount of cuts. I need to do X amount of colors. I need to potentially upgrade a few glosses or a few conditioning treatments Mm -hmm. so that in the end you're like, I can kind of scope out what my week's end total is going to be. So I will say I'm the worst kind of hairstylist because, especially because I'm not in the salon on a full time, I always Mm -hmm. say this, I don't even know my prices. Oh. 
Like, what is she? Insert soundbite. Yeah. Da-dum, da-dum. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it was so funny because I did a haircut on Saturday, and the front desk, she goes, why are your prices so low? And I was like, oh, because I'm not, I don't have a salon home. I kind of bounce around. And she was like, but your work is higher, and you've been doing hair for this long. Why are you so low? And I'm like, I don't know. How much is it? Like, I'm like, what I, like, what are you talking about? Is it $15? Like, what are you talking right. about? And she was like, I just feel like you should be on the higher end of stylist. Which and, you should. And I'm well, I my thought was to keep my prices low because I travel between so many different salons. I don't give a goddamn. I don't either. And I'll say that I'm from just a saying that's what she that's so what she said. Your manager like, is doing a disjustice to you. I'm well, she was the manager. So she needs <laughs> the to, new manager. Yeah, so she needs to be you are like gold. You're like royalty in this salon because you are an educator. I play up my educators. Our educators are our master specialists and they're the highest ticket prices that you can get in my spa so if you are an educator people are seeking out your knowledge so that's your expertise and they should be paying for your expertise now but do you think that if i'm not there to create a certain book and then i'm also not there on a i'm not there on a consecutive schedule either i don't care when you're there i don't care when you're there i felt like in order for me to get more people i should be at a lower end i feel like that's even I mean, there yeah, there's people who who book back with me, but it's so hard to book no, back with me. No, but are you trying to build? Are we on like I am trying, trying to build a book? I'm trying to build a salon. Then it's no, not. Then no. If you're not trying to create home base where you're like, oh, let me like grab all these people. No, you need to build yourself, and it, the salon needs to build you. Yeah, it, I think it's, it's a personal. And it look at it might. from this perspective, Shay. Right. For. Uh, receptionist or salon manager to say she's traveling a lot because you're teaching these different yes. education classes in the northeast region right mm-hmm. she's traveling a lot, a lot so her schedule is very slim so for you to get in with her you honestly are blessed you're lucky you are lucky to get into her book I didn't know that. like yes. that's how you should yes. be presenting yourself always I never thought of it like that. It's I not that lower sh- ticket price, no. easier no. for people. No, it's not that you're not in the salon because you just ain't in the salon. You're not in the salon because you're going around educating other stylists. You're gold. Mm-hmm. You are gold. Treat yourself as gold. Know that you're gold, and they should promote you as such. And that just it. made me feel better. Yo, Shay's <laughs> wants to come in here next episode with a full <laughs> week on. Like, so I took it my vice. I at my prices. My prices have gone up. My like $50. No, I'm actually on the um new talent. Like that? I'm so mad we Even haven't had this conversation. Even when I was in North Carolina, I kept myself at the, not new talent, but first level stylist. Shay, I know what we had you at when I was working with you. Girl, wasn't I new talent then? You should have graduated four years ago. I don't think I've ever, I changed my prices <laughs> once. Once again, I wish you guys are seeing video of this because the way I'm fucking looking at the my clothes. The down, I know right now. I know. I'm serious, I've been girl. in this industry for 12 years. No. Way too long. Mm-hmm. Way no. too long. Yeah. 12 um, years? 12 11. Years. How and long? And basically, it will be um, 11 in April. 11. 
So we're all on the same page, girl. And for you to be at the salon that you're at, that's not a rinky dinky no. salon. The aesthetic. I mean the cut. The, I mean my prices are high. Let's not get it twisted. I'm just saying. No, I'm but not, still, I'm on the lower end of the. People for you to I'm combine paying. all of that, the aesthetics, the location, and your expertise. Like you yes. should be doing yes. at least between eighty-five to one hundred dollars. I concur, totally. On what? On, on a cut. cut. On a haircut. Yeah. No, you should. Absolutely, you should. And I'm sorry if you're gonna learn anything. One thing for me today is take that advice because it's the exact same. Seventy-five dollars. That's what the lady says. She said should right, your cut should be ninety dollars. You have twelve years in the beauty industry. You have grown so much as a stylist. You've learned so much. You've been defeated. You have done everything. You're at a point that you are an educator. Girl, own it. You make me feel good. Own it. But you should feel good. Not this is coming from that. a salon manager, guys. Like, well, y'all make my prices higher on her. <laughs> You want me to call over to I will tell her. her. I will tell her. Do you need a reference? No. I no, it. it's it's weird because you we know what's funny know. is yes. that the owners yes. and managers, they forced me to change my prices higher and I refused to. No. no. So it's been a me thing. It's not Starting thing. tomorrow, oh, Monday, you... Go in there. I'm telling y'all, next week, Shay's about to be rolling in. She's about to be rolling in with a Rolls Royce, a mink. That's nah, real, y'all. It ain't gonna be no rocks for you, squirrel. It's gonna be real. Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. It's okay. I've learned a lot from this consultation corner. Yes. We need to take charge of our business. And to be perfectly honest, the reason why I brought that up is because I wasn't taking charge of my business. No, you have to. Like, Again, because yeah. then you have to think about it, right? If you end up moving from that salon, moving on and either starting your own or going to another salon to work at... Then I'm cultivating other people. It's not about me. Like, that is a part of your business as far as yes. the location you're going to go to. Do they even have that type of yes. price point, mm -hmm. number one? Are they able to handle that price point? Are they willing, whether you be commissioned or whatever the case may be, able to pay you out mm -hmm. for that price point? Like, that plays a role because when you're in that interview session, if you're moving on, it's, oh, hi, yes, I'm this professional. But at the same time, this is what my money is. Yes. Yeah. This is what my worth is. And you're able to go into that interview session and be like, this is what I'm bringing in. This is what I'm charging. Are you able to match that? If not... I need to go on to the next interview. Shay, I will tell you right now, as we just had a conversation about what you guys have asked me to do, and I said I'm at that point where I'm not feeding your meter. Yes, that's you true. You are at that point where you are not feeding that meter. Mm. You know, like, yeah. you're not feeding it. Ooh, I feel like snapping on the fingers. Yes. Oh like, that's poetry, honey. So today's consultation quarter was directed <laughs> definitely at Shay Davis. She will be subjected to raising her prices yep. and wearing minks. Yep. <laughs> so I would, I would mink lashes. Yes. <laughs> Eat, I would like to close this out. Mm -hmm. I know we give our professional shout outs at the end, which Colleen is going to do, but I want to give a shout out to Kmar Kalitz because he is a financial advisor at Prudential Financials. Yes. And his main... I'm reaching out to him. Yes. His 
main kind of like goal right now is and it's funny because he reached out to me um and he's like a great friend of mine besides um being professional where he reached out to me and he was like I want to connect with the beauty industry professionals because I feel like there's kind of a lack when Mm -hmm. it comes to financial budgeting and financial mapping and he y'all when I tell you came up with some different plans for me i was like oh oh we need to like a lot like literally and i want to and i'm going to read this word for word because this is like his um elevator pitch that he gives to people he helps the business owners and people within themselves build their wealth he strongly believes that the best asset that a person can have is themselves and or their business my life motto right there like amazing so you guys can contact kmar at his email Mm -hmm. uh, which is kmar k-a-m-a-r period colleagues c-a-l-i-x-t-e at prudential.com I'm going to be um, reaching out to him because, as I've stated many times before, my goal is to have a salon. Yeah. And he's going to be the one guy. He's going to be the guy. And we'll also post his information in our um, description box. B-O. At the bottom. Yeah. Colleen, who is your profession? You already shouted her out, but shout her out one more time for us. It is Claudia Grimaud at Lash Lamar. She is in eyebrow specialist exclusively eyebrows for the last 10 years and your brows make your face mm. they raise your cheeks they suck in all that fat have good brows claudia Amazing. go see claudia guys and go see kamir kmar kmar don't be sad i messed it up i'm sorry i'm just gonna meet him Jesus. you need to meet him we have just established like, yeah yes Immediately. <laughs> Tomorrow. I'm calling your boss on Monday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode four of the Shop Therapy Podcast. We are trying so hard to make this um, a joy for you guys. Yes. Please email, um, inbox us, tell us your thoughts, give us your feedback. We want to make this a safe space for industry professionals to kind of come, laugh, ask questions, get things off their chest, and just have this area where it is a breath of fresh air for us. Um, We will continue to bring you the best of Boston. Have a great week behind the chair, and we will see you soon. Cheers! Stay connected off the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Shop Therapy. Until next time... Cheers, beauties and gents.